of you more than anything. Amen. What a very tall declaration. Amen. To tell God we love him more than anything. Amen. We're not playing with you, God. We love you. Glory to God. We're not just speaking lyrics, Lord, but this is our sound declaration. This is our faith. This is what we believe. Amen. Amen. Just a few little difficulties this morning. I think we're only coming by audio this morning and not audio and video due to a few uh, lacked pieces of equipment. So we've had to change a few things around this morning. So nevertheless, God is able and God is willing to speak into our lives if we would believe and trust him. Amen. His word is still alive. Amen. Hallelujah. So good to see you all this morning. Brother Bill, Sister Michelle, most of the things. I won't call everybody's name with Jay Long, but I thank Amen. For just seeing all of you this morning. Praises. Uh, to God for you, and I know that you've been safe and healthy, Thanks. and that you've been adhering to the necessary precautions that we should take, even as believers. Holy Ghost filled, by baptized, running for your life. People that go to church, people that fast and pray, that pray sometimes and all the time, still be safe. Amen. 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 And let's recognize that we are in these bodies. Yes, Amen. 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 And for some of us, we need to even take more precaution because if we take care of our bodies the way we do our spirit, it's just a, by the grace of God that we still get. Amen. 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 This morning, I want to share with you uh, from uh, the scripture in New Testament, one of Paul's letters to the Corinthians, the second chapter of Corinthians. We're going to look at Chapter 4, 2 Corinthians 4, verses 7 through 10. 2 Corinthians 4, verses 7 through 10. Amen. 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 I just want to share a few things we did this morning, and then we're going to let you enjoy this beautiful fall Sunday. Amen. We'd like to also say this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month as well, and we do want to have time, whether we're online or in the building, throughout the month to share some thinking thoughts and some words. Uh, concerning that that issue because it's not only a female thing it can also be a male thing amen second corinthians the fourth chapter verses seven through ten the word of god reads but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of god and not of us we are troubled on every side yet not distressed we are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Amen. After all those things that we read, beginning with verse 8 down to verse 9, out of all of those things, let's open our mouths and declare together from this thought, I still have victory over the enemy. I still have victory over the enemy. Amen. Amen. I'm going to use what often wish to preach, just that victory over the enemy. Amen. It's my declaration. It's what I believe. It is what is true concerning my life and concerning your life. We have victory over the enemy. That ought to just soak into your spirit real good this morning because it is so true. But the only people that it doesn't mean a lot to are those people who are still wrestling with believing that you have victory already over the enemy. You don't have to wait till you die to see if you have victory over death, hell, and the grave. You got it right now. Amen. While you're walking on two feet, before you fly away, you ought to know that Jesus is Lord and Savior of all. And it was because of his blood that all of us have been cleansed and have been made whole. And it's him that has given us life and life more abundantly. We have victory over the enemy. Victory through spiritual warfare. In other words, Paul is saying, I have victory over the enemy, but it's not because of me. It's not because of my education, the clothes I wear to church, and the money I have in the bank. I have victory over the enemy, and, it, and it's because of him that is in me. Yeah. It is because of him that is within me. You can be ugly, but if you got a good spirit, somebody gonna love you. Yeah. Amen. You, you, you don't have to be the best dressed 
dresser in the building, but for what you have in the clothes. That's what really matters. Right. There's some people that's dressed up real pretty this morning, but they're going to have a funeral and go in the ground. But I thank God that life is in us. Those of us who can understand and hear, those of us who have ears to hear what the Spirit of God says to us as the body of Christ. Something is being poured into you every time you read the Word, every time the Word is spoken into you, God is pouring something in you. Amen. Do you believe that? And, and we can only work out what Jesus has worked in. I don't care what you do and how you sound and what you look like doing it. You can only work out what has been poured into you. Amen. As Paul writes to the Corinthians, one thing that he wants to make clear is the value, the worth of the message of salvation. That ought to be something that will set every church ablaze. That's what sets us on fire for sinners to find out where we are as believers in the world. Sinners need to know that there's still some believers here. Oh, yeah. they, they, they need to understand and know that there's still some people with a spiritual standard. Okay. Amen. People with values and morals. That we don't just, just fall for anything. That's right, man. Amen. You just can't shout us happy and we go home thinking we're saved, but we're deceived because we still don't want to live right because we're not convicted by the word that was spoken to us. Can anybody hear what I'm saying this morning? So, so, so he's, he's talking about the value of the message of salvation. He refers to the gospel as the treasure of God. God Almighty. I'm not talking about the, the tooth fairy. I'm talking about the leprechaun. Don't, I'm talking about a pot of gold. I'm not talking about this one quarter under my pillow. I'm talking about a whole pot of gold. He says, he says that the gospel, this message of salvation, is a treasure. Yes, yes, now, if you have not found that this is a treasure yet, then you are missing something in your understanding of what he's revealed in the scripture. This word, this message, this news is a treasure. He's placed it into earthen vessels, jars of clay. You and me. Paul also makes it clear that as jars of clay, God's power is revealed in our weakness. How many folk have ever acknowledged a time in their life where they were weak? And it's when you are weak, that's when you yield it to the scripture you memorized for the play. Yeah. That's when you yielded to what God had poured in you. Yes, Amen. 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 Whenever you're weak, that's when he is strong. Don't sit here this morning acting like you got it all together and you've never gone through anything before because I know otherwise. Yes, you don't look like what you've been through, but I know you've been through something. Glory to God. And this morning, if you would just ride with me back a few years, I know some of y'all are a lot older than I am, but I, I, I want you to go back with me this morning because I'm reminded of an old school hip-hop song this morning released in 1982 called The Message by the Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Amen. Y'all know who I'm talking about. When, when they looked around the landscape of their culture, what was going on in the atmosphere and in their time in and around New York City, they said it's like a jungle sometimes, and it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Somebody already know the lyrics. And after they shouted with us all that they were facing, they took us to the courts and said, don't push me. Cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Somebody ought to get up and do the bump. It means something. It, it, it was just something that we danced to then. But when we look at what's been going on in this world in the last two years, it's like a jungle sometimes. And people getting shot every day. Multiple shootings every day. We can't go to school with pencils and paper. Now we got to have a gun. You can't write papers with a gun. It's like a jungle sometimes. Makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> Don't act like all you know is church music. Don't sit up in here all cute and dressed up this morning thinking that all you know are hymns from the hymn books and doxologists. I've seen y'all wobbling. I've seen y'all do the electric slide. And we wouldn't even have no weddings. 
Hallelujah. Everybody in here know how to make you slide. Yeah. It don't take long. We just bring it all back. We done added stuff to it. Amen. We had a stinky lady here. Amen. So don't, don't sit here and act like you're not familiar. Amen. 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 It's like a joke sometimes. Don't you wonder? Yes. Paul told us, look, this is the reason why we have not been are uh, just completely destroyed mm -hmm. because we have a treasure. Yes, the Word of God teaches us how to function in times like this. See, that's many of our problems. We know how to get churchy. We know how to clap and look like we got it and tremble, shake, and cry. But we don't know how to function in life as a Christian. We don't know how to take the Bible and get victory over the devil. But we're being beat across the head and something going on in our minds and in our bodies. We need to learn how to take the word of God and go to combat. We need to understand that we are not just walking around with Bibles in our hands, but there's a treasure being poured into us and it comes out of me when I, not only when I lift my hands but when I open my mouth yeah. the light, the treasure begins to flow. Yeah. Come on somebody. Yeah. I mean see if, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, whether you know it or not you're involved in spiritual combat whether you want to be or not. Y'all right. know that? Amen. Every saint is a soldier. Uh -huh. There are no saints that are not soldiers. Every saint is a soldier. Amen. When you have demonic interference on your job Amen. where people are smiling in your face but Amen. whispering and plotting behind your back. Y'all you never had jobs like that that you work oh, before. You, you can say, matter of fact, you've been to church with someone. Oh, you can say, it's like a jungle sometimes. If the enemy can't get you, he'll go after your children. It's like a jungle sometimes. If he can't get you financially, he'll go after, come on somebody, he'll go after your children, he'll go after your peace of mind. It's like a jungle. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. There's been times when you come to church and people really knew what you've been going through. They would say, it makes me wonder how they keep from going under. There's a new kind of crazy that's been going around all year. A new kind of crazy, but but instead of sinking, we're still standing. Somebody should have shouted right there. Because the engine been pushing you down, but look at you. You keep right on getting up. And instead of quitting, we're continuing. Instead of throwing in the towel, we're wiping our face with it. Because we're getting ready to jump back in the rain again. Devil, you are not going to have my peace. You're not going to have my joy. You're not going to take my future. Every one of us is enduring spiritual warfare. Be careful who you listen to in this hour because the devil is trying to attack your mind. If you let the enemy do it, he'll destroy your life. He'll abort your future. He'll cause you to not see this thing as a treasure, to walk away from everything you ever need to get everything you ever desired, want, and need. I mean, it's right here. He is Jehovah Jireh. He has provided a word seed for us to obtain, grow into, and receive a harvest. To reap a harvest of what he said that we can believe. Everything that God says, I know that we're vessels. Sometimes we don't have the capacity to receive the fullness of what he says to us. And really, we don't really yield to, to, to study and really giving ourselves the time alone with God and his word. you got to learn to do that. We're getting too close to the edge. I want you to understand that we can't take things for granted anymore. You can see a person today happy, smiling, and walking good, and tomorrow they're gone, and you're trying to say, what in the world was wrong? They didn't look sick. I didn't see them limping, didn't visit them in the hospital, but they're gone. Don't take for granted that you have so much time that you can still live and just put things off that are spiritual. Uh, like you got it all together. Don't abort your future being deceived by, by, by fake treasures. Amen. Amen. See, the devil don't want you to succeed. Anybody figured that out yet? Have you lived long enough to know that? He doesn't want you to succeed. He, he wants you to commit suicide. And, 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 through, and through the rest of your life, he wants you to throw the rest of your life away and just throw in the towel. Yeah. 
They don't like me. I, I, I'm never anything. I, I, I've never been liked by anybody. Nobody cares for me. I'm too fat. I, I can't do. I don't do like they do. I'm different. Jesus. You know, we, 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 we get up there and we get bullied socially. You know, people post something about you on Facebook and everybody see it. And, and really, we take that uh, as more authority in our lives than we do if somebody stood to our face and said it. Amen. Amen. Because that's where we see the power is shifted now. It's being popular on Facebook. The politicians know. They'll set up all night and tweet. I ain't calling no names, but some of them tweet more than others. And if you read every tweet, you're going to be crazy just like that. <laughs> Listen, he wants, the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. That's nothing, that's no secret to us. We know that, right? So why we gonna just put it out there for him to get? See, if you if you decided you're gonna live a Christian life, you're gonna face demonic attack. You're gonna face demonic attack. I know you quiet, you don't bother nobody, and you just don't you soft spoken, but if you are a believer, you are loud in the spirit and you will put yourself in in, in demonic way. So that you will now be demonically attacked by satanic setups and setbacks. Even some people who carry spirits in them, and I know y'all don't think people carry spirits other than the one you got, but let me just tell you, there's some folk that's got some nasty spirits in them that, that are not good for you. And if you're, if you're in the beginning stages of a new relationship, nothing like meeting a brand new Teresa, good God about it. If you're in the beginning stages of a new relationship, you need to keep your spiritual eyes open. Can somebody say amen? Open, no matter how cute she is, no matter how fine he might be, keep your spiritual eyes open. Amen. You 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 need to know who sent them That's right, man. before you let them in your life. Right. I hope y'all listening to me. Uh -huh. You need to know who sent them before you open up and let them in your life. If, if they were sent by the enemy in your life, then no matter how good it might feel right now, their ultimate goal for you is destruction. You've already been through enough to know when another devil is knocking at your door. If you don't know or haven't noticed, the devil does quote the Bible. So just because a man knocks on your door and got scripture in his mouth, that don't mean that he is the one. The enemy knows what's written, so, so you need to know what's written. You need to have the right interpretation of what's written because he uses the word in a, of the word of God in a deceitful manner. Can y'all understand? He started that from the beginning using the word of God, what God said concerning you in a deceitful manner. Look at when Jesus was led by the Spirit into the mount, come on somebody, to be tested by, in the wilderness, to be tested by the enemy. The enemy quoted scripture. Don't let men, women, or people impress you by the scriptures they quote. The devil talks about the Bible. He just don't like God, like some churches and church folk. They love the Bible. They love the praise team, and they like the drums, and they like what, the, they love the building, but they don't love God. Amen. You know why? It's because God don't agree with some of this mess That's right. that they're trying to pull in to his holy place. Amen. Listen, I want you to know that in spite of the enemy, you have an advocate. Yes, Lord. Yes. Jesus, Jesus and his love for me is what? Like pure gold. Yes. He said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Yes. By grace, through faith, he gifted me, he filled me, and gave me victory over all of my enemies. Can you just lift your hands and say, thank you, God, for victory over all of my enemies. Death, hell, and the grave. On two feet, flying in the air, riding on the train. I've got victory over all of my enemies. Over every sickness, every form of disease, I have victory over my enemies. Over every negative attitude. Over everything that's trying to push me down, push me out, keep his foot on my neck, I have the victory. Yeah. 
through. See, God allowed you to live through it so you can be a light and a testimony to others. Like Paul declaring my victory came to me while I was in the jungle. When, when you had people lying on you, talking bad about you, and you were about to lose your mind, don't push me. Because sometimes you can go through stuff. When enough people bother you, can back a little dog in the corner. He'll show you some teeth. Amen. Look, when you keep messing with people for so long, you got to remember that we are flesh. Amen. We still got hands. They can make fists. They can do things. And, and when you just keep nagging, just messing, pushing, pushing, all of a sudden you get that person to the edge. And when they really intend to get you, you'll never see it coming. They're going to catch you by Surprise. Uh -huh. It's like a jungle. A lion, he roars, not because he's just so bad. He's trying to intimidate. But you watch that stealthy little cat who just sits there. He'll sit there for hours and look at the thing he wants. A cat is disciplined. A cat will sit right there. You can't outweigh the cat. If a cat wants it bad enough, he'll sit there and not make a move. And every now and then, if you look at him long enough, he'll move just a little bit. Until he gets close enough to you, then he's going to pounce. And when he does, there's no getting away. You may be able to fly, but he'll get you to where you can't even fly. Now, you somebody tell me that ain't just like the enemy. When, when, when God has been showing you even in your dreams all kinds of stuff, and, and you still would not acknowledge the voice of God. He's warning you and giving you a word to show you, make you aware, put your antennas up, interpret this. Write it down and remember the day. I told you before it happened what I was doing. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, we need to correct it when God shows us. When we're out of balance, we need to get it right. God will show you your life out of balance. He will show you, and when it, and if you would just let him pour something in you, he'll balance that thing out. Some of us, we, we, we're out of balance because we got so much trouble and, and so much hurt and on, pain and up. anger in us that, that we were just so messed up. We're out of balance. We want to be mad at everybody. Talk about every pastor, preacher, because there ain't nobody living right according to them. They are the spiritual law. Amen. The Holy Ghost enforcer. Amen. And, and they're looking at everybody but themselves. They don't understand. They've been pushing you to the edge. You're just trying not to lose your head. Have you ever been around somebody that actually just lost it? I know it wasn't until you got married till you found out what she really could do. <laughs> While y'all were dating, you always open the door so nice and she smelled good and tipping around. All, you know, like she gets so cute. But when you got married, you ain't gonna go me. <laughs> I can be bad all by myself. You know, I mean, and, 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 and if you're not careful, and I'm talking about he and she, because whenever you, I mean, there's no argument like the husband and wife argument. I ain't trying to meddle. <laughs> I can just talk about it. You, you can have some argument with some folks. But when it's a man and a wife, I, it ain't even like a girlfriend. When it's a husband and wife kind of argument, you got to go out the kitchen because there's too much stuff in there. <laughs> Voices getting raised the next day, you know? <laughs> Shorty got low. I mean, uh, the brass ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. My victory comes because it's written. My blessing comes because it's written. I have power because it's written, and I believe it. And devil, you may quote what is written, but I see it a different way than when you try to hand it to me. It looks like a gift, but it's a curse. Uh -huh. 
Come on, Pastor. But it comes out the wrong spirit. That's right. It feels good, but it's a it's a stroke of destruction. But it's the wrong hand touching you. Can anybody hear what I'm saying? Listen, I wish I could tell you that being a Christian is going to be easy for you all the rest of your life. I wish I could tell you today that the devil is going to leave you alone and leave your family alone and your children alone. But listen, don't lose it because Jesus is in your jungle. Amen. I'm encouraging somebody right here. And I know your life has been like a jungle. What I want to tell you is that Jesus is in your jungle. You can't learn it and don't even know it. There's something watching you and you can't even see it yet. It's going to blend it in with everything around you. It's camouflaged itself to so that it will not be exposed too soon. Come on, You know, when you when you when you are praying something, you gotta always watch your back. You gotta always watch your back. Because you know, and, and, and what I mean by that is you gotta be vigilant. Don't, don't go to sleep. You don't know everybody in the room. Amen. Huh? You, 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 you see what I'm trying to tell you, don't you? I want you to understand that Jesus is in your jungle. Thank you. And you got to stand up in your jungle and declare openly what the word of God has placed within you. That's right. Look, you got to tell the devil, you can't have my faith. That's right. Devil, you can't have my peace. You can't have my health. Come on. You can't have my daughter. You can't have my son. You can't have my husband. And you sure can't have my wife. You can't have nothing. Don't give him nothing. Fight to the nail. Grab a hold of it. You're not getting my husband. You're not getting my wife, my friends. You're not getting my family, my sister. You're not going to get. You got to go in warfare. You got to learn how to be an intercessor. You got to go down in this thing and tap what God has put in you. Stir it up because that's your weapon of warfare. There's a treasure of weaponry in you. There's a treasure of light and peace within you. There's a treasure that, that if you would just tap into it, will assure you that you have the victory. Yeah. Right. Amen. Amen. We, I'm going to hurry on because y'all don't like me this morning already. Yeah. Right, Amen. See, the enemy wants to just get you in a vulnerable position. Listen, when, 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 when you've been through crisis after crisis and when you've suffered loss repeatedly, anybody ever suffered loss repeatedly? I mean, every time you turn around, something been taken away from you. Just something, just something, just the depth just trying to grab everything that you're trying to hold on to. It's like squeezing a balloon when you, you hold one and something it pops out some kind of other way. Every time you get one thing glued down, something else pops a loose. You, you screw one in here and the other side pops up. This side is up, that side. You know, it's, it's always something that the enemy is trying to do. You suffer loss repeatedly. You get tired and you can get weary after this kind of life for so long. I'm not talking about you just saying weeping man do it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. He's not talking about a clock morning. He's not talking about a 24-hour period. He's talking about whenever you finally receive what God poured in you, that's when life comes. That's when you overcome the darkness is whenever you can receive what God has poured in you. Can you hear what I'm saying? See, a part of the enemy's strategy is to wear you out. That's part of his strategy, to wear you out. You get, you get you're just overwhelmed with work. You're overwhelmed with what you got to do when you get off work. You're overwhelmed with all this stuff. You're like, y'all don't do nothing right here. I'm, I'm, having, I'm having to do everything. You know how hard I work today. You should have cooked today. That don't sound like my wife at all. <laughs> now I'm getting off late today and I'm going to something at that house to eat when I get there <laughs> don't put the dress and the apron on me <laughs> but because I am aware of what it is to be a husband I'm not ashamed to, to change roles Amen. to do what I need to do to provide. See, that's what's wrong with a lot of families. There's so many things that are out of balance and nobody's doing anything to get it back. You can't load everything on the other person. 
You can't keep pouring everything on the other person. You have thrown their lives out of balance, and you're wondering why you're not getting any more kisses. You're you wondering why you don't get no sugar no more. Ain't nobody rubbing your back, giving you massages. Ain't nobody really no bath water for you. You wondering why? It's because you done pushed them to the edge. You done poured everything on them. They got nothing else left in them. Baby, cry all night. You stay right there and go to sleep, acting like you play. You playing possum, <laughs> and she got to get up, or the other one's got to get up, huh? Yeah. You just laying up playing video games, and she got two jobs. Yeah. I bind every demonic spirit yeah. that attacks a woman's life, that'll connect herself to a man that won't work, that wanna play video. Get that devil, go ahead. You don't play video games and be a husband all the time. The grass need cutting, you land up in the house. Talk about I'm hungry, and you don't even know how to boil good water. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, you you just took yourself and you poured all of your little needs on somebody else. If you could do Jesus like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm telling you, in some marriages, don't look at your wife, don't do nothing. In some marriages, you can say that it's like a jungle sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at them. In some churches, you can say it's like a jungle sometimes. Makes me want to have a can slap somebody under. Amen. Moving on. After he's done all that he can do to try to wear you out. See, after after you you fought through those repeated disappointments. It's, 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 it's the, what the enemy wants. He wants you to just stop when you get right there close to the finish line. Uh -huh. yes, after all you done yeah. fought through, after all the ups and downs, just as soon there as the, as, as the Lord bless you and get you debt free. You got all the kids through school. Now you're right there at the finish line. You're talking about, you know what, I'm checking out. Yes, the devil is alive. We died together. Amen. I know that. Huh? See, that's why, you know, I'm praying for those guys, Michael Jordan and, and, and all those, LeBron James, all those guys who are very wealthy. And, and we can't forget Tiger. I know Tiger had some stuff, but we can't forget. When you have that kind of wealth, it's hard to find real love. I'm talking about a real love. Real, real, real love. Come on, somebody. I, I mean, it's hard. What is that, someone to give your heart to? <laughs> make your heart free? Y'all pay with this, see? Church folk know some. <laughs> now listen, we, we, we understand that he wants us to quit right at the finish line. And see, that way you all this stuff we done paid for together, you want us quit so you can have it all. No, I'm keeping my car. I'm living in my house. I worked three jobs, now we got mad at the end, and at the last paper, we had an argument on the way back home. I'm going in my bedroom, I ain't sleeping on the couch. Huh? If I got to fry my own chicken, I'm staying there. And see, that's what that's what the devil wants. Some folk been married for 35 and 40 years, you done got old and dusty, you're a milk jug, and everything on you is shriveled up, and you still trying to go out there in court, thinking you riding somebody, sit down, and go right on back over there to that woman or that man. Because I would say, don't nobody else want you, but it ain't going to do nothing to make you mad. Ain't nobody shopping for no raisins. I don't care if it's a California raisin. They don't want no raisins. I stopped eating buying milk jugs. I did it in the car. Amen. All I'm saying to you is don't quit when you get right there to the finish line. Amen. See, don't, don't get there to where you just accept the losses. Look, that you had to endure when you were together. Y'all understand what I'm saying? 
See, look, friends you thought you would be or be around you for life. Things, heartbreak, loss of possessions, didn't get to finish the degree. Your dream was put aside because of the family. You wanted to be a mother first and, and you sacrificed. With all this, you can sometimes come to the point that you have no fight left in you. We get to these places, we need, this, we need something in us to rise up. We need to understand that's the way that God is waking us up. No matter the difficulties, never give up. God has a plan for you. Do you understand what I'm telling you? God has a plan for you. I want to just tell you, and I'm going to try to hurry up, because it's 1207, and y'all used to getting offline at 12 o'clock or, or soon. And you get in church, and you start getting sleepy in. All this stuff. No. Now, let me just finish. <laughs> Amen. At some point in your life, you have to realize that God has poured a plan in you. Open your mouth now and declare, God has a plan for me. God has a plan for my life. Something awesome has been poured into me. And listen, it wasn't something that was going to make you popular that he poured into you. It was something you needed for the fight that he poured into you. It was something you needed for the sacrifice that you were called to make. It was something that God put in you that was going to be a treasure for the fight. It was going to be a weapon for your jungle. It was going to be something that was going to keep you from going under. God poured a plan inside of you. And you got to understand that it is a treasure. And God has been developing you and bringing you to a place to where you can live out that plan. But you had to study. You had to fight. You had to sacrifice. You had to drive a smoke bomb for a while until you got to the level to where you could get something better. And I'm telling you right now, the devil is not going to steal what God has poured inside of me. He's not going to steal my plan. He's not going to take my future because I'm trusting the God that promised me. He, he promised me life and life for a person. He promised me good health. He promised me to live all life. To live out the fullness of my days. God has a plan for you. He has a plan for you, my sister. He's got a plan for you. And it's more than you ever imagine. But I'm going to tell you something. When God pours something in us, look, he said he refers to the Holy Ghost as water. Yeah. You ever notice that water takes the shape of whatever it's poured into? What I'm, what I'm telling you is that God has called you to be a vessel. That means you are a carrier of the water. You're a carrier. You've been called. Not because you were qualified, but God qualified you through all the pains, the suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He taught you how to pray because you had a problem. Yeah. That's right. You don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. When you read this scripture again, I want you to think about what we're talking about here. Because what it is, the enemy wants you to just perish. They want you just to be an empty, cute little vessel sitting up somewhere with nothing in you. But this treasure, <laughs> this this light and power is held in earthen vessels, perishable containers. That is in our weak bodies. Everyone can see that the power is not of us. That's right. But it's of God. Yeah. Right. And can you, is there anybody in here that you can look at today? And you can say, you know what, you're not here because you were so strong. Because you, you showed us, you showed us what you were dealing with, you told us what you were going through, and I'm looking at you still here. That's right. It's, it's, it's not because we can look at you and say, you know, you're so cute and it worked for you. No, 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 no. We know that something has been poured in you and the plan. See, look, you look, look, look. Anybody ever been just really weak down in their body, tired, frustrated, and disgusted? But listen, whenever you got your spirit restored, your body, it didn't even matter. You can do something more. You can move on. Even though you were tired in your body, your spirit got replenished. When your spirit gets filled, you'll get on up and start sweeping the house. You'll go wash the dishes. You'll get the house. I'm going to the mall. I'm going to take some laps around the park today. I'm not going to get sick. When your spirit gets on fire, there's nothing in the natural that can stop you. The plan will pull you. 
You play the weed. If I gotta sit up all night long, I'ma get a word. If I gotta read all night, I'ma get a word before I go to sleep. If he wakes me up early, I'ma get up. I'ma I'ma seek his face. Do y'all understand what I'm telling you? See, we're pressed on every side. By trouble. But we're not crushed and broken. We're, we're perplexed, but we don't give up and quit. We're hooded down. But God never abandons us. We get knocked down, but we get back up again. The enemy plays on the fact that we can shout and dance and we can be loud, but we, we sit down and, and praises is gone forth and God is pleased. The enemy is banking on the fact that we are still ignorant. That we still don't know how to write and divide the word. He's still, he's still confident in what we have an appetite for. He said, no, I'm not going to bring the liquor bottle to them. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring them one of them little short, rolled up, funny looking cigarettes. I'm not, I'm not going to bring them no craziness like that. I'm going to find the shortest skirt in the building. And I'm going to bring it to them. See, the devil ain't messing with you with stuff that you ain't never tasted before. That's why the Lord says, oh, taste and see. Because, you know, if you ever get a taste, then you have an appetite for it again. Soon you will develop an appetite for it again. If you never tasted it, you don't want it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So he's been trying to develop a habit in you to where you're getting comfortable when you've tasted trouble. That Look, I, I, I can't get out of this. He wants you to think that you can never go any higher, never get any further. Amen. You shout, you dance, all of that's fine. He's still banking on the fact that you don't know the word that came forth for you. He's still banking on the fact that you don't know that you are a victim. You are a victorious person. Amen. Do y'all understand what I'm saying to you? People are not destroyed for lack of hand clapping. People are not destroyed for lack. People are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What we don't know and don't want to know. That's the enemy's biggest weapon against us. That's the enemy's biggest weapon against you. Do you know how you sound to a teacher whenever she says, hey, what's two plus two? And you raise your hand and can't wait to answer it and you say five. Now to her, do you know that she knows that that's the wrong answer? But whenever you raise your hand and give the right answer, she knows that too. The enemy knows. You got your hands up, but you got the wrong answer. You, 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 you do it, you loud. You jumping and you shouting, but you won't sit down and learn. He's banging on the fact that I'm going to get you. You're going to perish for lack of knowledge for what you didn't want to know. Do you understand? You have a treasure in you. You've been called and equipped by God. God has sustained you through all the stuff you've been through just in the last 10 or 11 months. He kept you. You thought you were going to lose your mind, but he kept you. And I want to let you know right now, whether you believe it yet or not, let it run down in your spirit. Let it fill you full this morning that I am a victor. The victory is my, I've got victory over every one of my enemies. You need to let that run through you this morning. Amen. See, God will get you to a place sometimes and he'll totally flip the script on See, we're at a place where God has changed the playbook. God, God will expel people from your life for a season to make sure you're not leaning on them, but leaning on him. The Lord will always insert an element of impossibility in every plan, every calling, every assignment that he gives you. That way he knows, look, you can't do this by yourself. You've got to have me with you. God does not release an anointing that just works on its own. God does not give you a plan and expect for you to go by yourself. No, he gives you something where you got to take him with you. That's what God does. That's what he does. And, and you need to understand, he always brings you to a place where he's going to make you have to acknowledge him. Amen. You, been, you ever been there yet? Oh, yeah. Keep living. And you'll get an issue in life to where you're going to have to fast and pray about it. You'll leave your Bible open all night long because you understand, look, if I don't get this one, it's going to take me out. That's right. Amen. Amen. God is very serious about what he's doing. See, but you've got to value what God has called you to pursue. 
you got to value the plan that God has for you. Amen. I must have overprepared uh, because, you know, it's, it's, I've got a lot here. And, and I want to share it all with you, but in a way to where you are here right now. And maybe you can pull some of it back up on the uh, Zoom app or on the podcast. But but right now, I'm going to say this, and I'm, and, and I'm going to close this out because I'll keep going. Listen, when God gives you a vision, a plan, or a sign, God sees everything all the time. He's omniscient. He knows everything. Nothing gets by God. There's no, you cannot camouflage yourself for nothing. God not see you clearly. Okay? When God gives you a vision, he, he, he shows you the end from the beginning. That, that's what he does. And see, he shows you what the end is going to look like. And then when he pours the plan in you, because see, some people will move out on the assignment before they get the plan. That's right. Don't go trying to get Jericho if you don't know that you got to walk around the wall seven times. God will show you the walls are going to fall. But here's the plan. See, I'm showing you the end of this thing. At the beginning, I'm going to say, look, this is your land and I've given it to you. He's showing you the end from the beginning. Listen, when God gives it to you, it looks like a seed. He shows you the apple, then he gives you a seed. Yes, yes. He tells you you got the victory, but then he shows you the fight. He tells you, no, I've given you power. Then he shows you your enemy. Uh, that's right. Do y'all understand That's what I'm saying? That's, That's why Zechariah, I think it's 14, says, don't despise small beginnings. Because though it looks like nothing at the beginning, God has something great in it for you. It's not all that it's become. You just got it in seed form right now. And you've been living good off the seed. You wait till that thing busts up. Look, God don't show you the root. He shows you the fruit. In everything in life, look, he don't show you the root. He shows you the fruit. You can't see the root. Who's going looking before they pull it off? Let me get to the root. No, he shows you the fruit. See, this vision, he gives you the vision. He gives you the end from the beginning. And then he turns around and says, this thing is big, and he hands you something little. Yeah. Uh -huh. Something little to do, like take seven times in some muddy water. Something little to do, like take this, let me spell on you. Just something little to do, like crawl to me and reach for me. Uh -huh. Just walk with me and believe me. That even that, even though you think I've delayed and it's too late, that she's already there, just believe me. I'm going I'm to do exactly what I said. It's a little thing. That's right, man. Just a little thing. Look, Gideon didn't even know that he was mine. Amen. God had to tell him. And he kept telling him, he said, if you just go in your own strength, I'm going to do what I showed you I'm going to do. And look, in other words, let me do this. In other words, what he's saying is this. He says, if you want me to give you this fight, this battle, then you're going to have to realize that you got too many. That if you want to try to fight and win, then you take all of them with you. But if you want me to give it to you, somebody say, "Go give it to you." Then what he's gonna do is put you at a natural disadvantage, so that you know that this treasure, yes, sir, though it's an this thing is powerful. It's not because of us, but it's because of God. Twenty-four years. Can you hear what the Spirit has spoken to the body of Christ today? We have victory over our enemies. Can you stand on your feet today? There's so much more in this. So much more in this. Amen. I pray the Lord would increase our capacity to hear and to receive all of the small and little things and the details that we talk about, even in the messages. Sometimes it seems like you get off track, but I pray that you have capacity to bring it all together and be fed and filled from it. Amen. And understand that there's treasure in everything that God inspires and gives us function to speak out into and over your life. There's, there's, there's light in it. Amen. There's power in it. Amen. And it's for you. You were set up before you knew it to be here in this hour, this day, to hear this word because it's something you needed. Amen. And listen, don't get to the point to where you feel like just when you feel like you need it, that's when you need it. No, because God will set you up for something bigger than this for tomorrow. He prepares you. 
Yes. Did you understand what I'm saying? Amen. So that when you get there and see the walls and see the giants, you're still walking in the faith. And look, it's ours. Amen. Nothing will discourage you. This thing is a value and it's a treasure to me. Amen. Before you even see your opponent, you got to declare, I got victory. Amen. I don't know what y'all planning to do today on this job. I don't know how you're going to come at me, but I got victory. Amen. I don't care what you're going to try to do at school. I don't know. I don't know who bought the gun, but I got victory. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Let's give God praise. Amen. Amen. Let's slip on our glove or gloves. And remember that whenever you grab uh, your communion cup, please grab it with the glove hand. If you only have one, we're just doing this just as a safety measure precaution. Listen, COVID is not created when we come together. No. COVID comes whenever somebody comes and, and, and they're infected or sick and, and they know that that's what that's when COVID enters the room. Mm. Okay, so when we keep the place clean inside, you come in, we check your chip, maybe give you some sanitizer or something on your hands then we'll keep the atmosphere safe and healthy for all of us. Amen? Amen. That's what we want to do. That's our goal. And keep on listening. We'll let you know when we're, we're going to meet again um, for, for worship here and on Zoom together at the same time. We, we'll keep you posted on that because my number one goal in, in everything we do here is for all of us to remain safe and healthy. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank God for the protocols and everybody that's adhering to them. Amen. As these ladies come to the communion, remember to grab your cup with your glove hand. Minister Gordon. Our scripture come from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, again, verse 23, they read, For I have received the Lord, that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, The cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do is ye, as often you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, ye do show the Lord's death until he come. Wherefore, Whosoever shall eat of this bread and drink of this cup of the Lord, unworthy shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drank it unworthy, eateth and drank it damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many are sleep. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come before the throne of grace. Thank you for the messenger and the messenger. Father, we ask you to bless this wine that represents your blood. Take this bread that represents your body, that we may be better witnesses for you. Thank you for these blessings. I love you. my son Jesus, most holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen.